Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph Dewey Basham, MD. Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brampernard. We'll be right back. Faith West will join us. Rare early live images of Nirvana set to be sold as NFTs on February 20th, marking Kurt Cobain's 55th birthday. Mm. We'll talk to Faith in just a couple of minutes with the family. Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. (laughs) By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Back about five minutes from now, Faith West will join us. Uh, I like this. Good question to ask. What is an NFT? Everybody knows what an NFT is now, don't they? I think. I think they know what it stands for, but they don't know what it is. Oh, that's true. Non-fungible token? Yep. See, I know. Could you explain the what an NFT is? I'm guessing not. No. Well, it's a it's cryptocurrency, isn't it? Mm, Kind of. It's it's basically like a deed. Oh, it's a deed. Okay. Yeah, huh? it's the best way to explain it. It's a it's a deed. So it's like if you own money. a house, then the reason you own the house is because you own the deed to the house. Right. So anyone could just come into your house and take it over, but because you have the deed, then you have legal ownership of it. And that's yeah. basically all it is. It's like if I were to sell you an NFT of the Mona Lisa, it would mean that you are the legal owner of it but you don't necessarily like have copyright rights i guess i don't know i think well, they're dumb. hopefully faith can sort us all out on this hopefully. there's a possibility she'll be I, on in a couple minutes right i am a cash yeah. person i am like here is my 
I have had the same one dollar bill in my wallet for like six months. <laughs> I'm not no, I wouldn't say. I, and that's actually, all you have in your wallet. I'm not a. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it I'd is. Actually, no. I'm not a paper cash person. I'm oh, just okay. like a. I don't even have a credit card. No, I use debit cards for everything. I don't have a credit card. I, I'm like debit I can't cards do it. are easy to hack. You shouldn't use those things. I've never had I any can't. problems. No, they're not. They're not Alex easy to has. hack. I had it happened yes, to me one time, and now mom thinks that they're the devil. Stealing cash is a lot easier. Look it up. <clears throat> Look it up, which is more secure, well, a credit card. you know what's worse? Going into crazy debt because you have ADHD and can't remember to pay your credit card bill. Mm, you well, go. you set yeah, it up on your good. bill payer that it set just it pays every month. Pay, yeah. Oh, so you're using this as an enabling kind of a thing? Just, ow, oh, ow. I can't, no. I just am like, I would not remember to do it. And I also just don't understand a lot of money things. So I'm like, I like my money where I can see it. There you go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> On the okay. shelf. I don't have any investments. I don't have but, anything. I'm like, here's my well, money that I have. The uh, I guess Canada, they're all like, we're going to run the banks if they keep doing this crap. Right. They're going to go take all their money out of the banks. What's going to happen if... They do you think they'll actually do it? No. That wouldn't be good. I just don't they understand. They should, but like they won't. I don't know. It's It's pretty... That's... So if I had any money in a Canadian bank, I would be withdrawing it today. I agree. <clears throat> I think oh, you're right about that. I am very confused on this whole thing, how they, how they can even do that. By the way, I should mention this. Uh, and, Ralph, I'm sure you've been down this road before. After uh, Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then January, yeah. I looked at my credit card bill, and I can either buy a house on the beach or pay the credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell! Yeah, yeah, the bills, yeah, bills being delivered by uh, UPS. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you're bringing it over. Man, that gets a little spendy, but it's fun. We have a lot of fun. And by the way, Alex, you don't need a credit card. I have one. <laughs> well, there's a shot. There's huh? a shot. Oh man! Across the bow. Come on, Alex. Get a smile on your <laughs> Alex, face. Let's like, go. Thank you. Damn. Took the wind out of her. She can't, can't even get her breath right now. No, it's my. I love this. Hey, look, look, I have the same situation with Andy. I talked to him and he goes, "Stop spending so much money. Cut it yeah, out." I was gonna say, I, when you say those things, I just kind of want to roll my eyes because I am like, I'm, ex, I'm pretty cheap in my own life. Right. But then when I'm around you, you're like, "What does it matter? Pay for it. Buy it. It's fine. I got it." And so it's like, it's interesting because I, I don't know. You do. I am happy about it. Can well, I be happy about it? So when you like complain about it, it's like I didn't complain. It was a joke for Christ's well, I, sake. Take a joke. No, I, yeah, but it'd anyway. be nice to have a place on the beach. Anyway. Where is a family <laughs> therapist when you need one? Oh, trust me, I'm gonna find one. It's, it's time. Is Faith on the phone yet? Uh, it said number unavailable. So I'm. We're gonna uh, see if that's even I'm the right sure. number. There might be no faith at all. Get it? No faith. Uh, Come oh. on. Uh, never mind. I'm not talking to you people anymore. Forget it. You're out of the mix. I've just decided. <laughs> okay. We're out Show's of over forever. <laughs> Let's fold it up. That's all there I'm is to it. Talking to you. I'm not talking to you ever again. No question about it. Oh my God. There's there's some interesting headline. Court filing causes ruckus in Trump and Clinton camps. They're still they're going wild about the uh, the fact that uh, Hillary Clinton's camp was spying on. And I, st- I'm sorry, but it makes me very uncomfortable. But not that not only can you uh, wiretap his businesses, you you 
you got into the servers at the White House. That really bothers me. Yeah. Uh, you'd think they'd be a little safer than that, wouldn't you? That's what you'd think, but that stuff may not be. Any server well, that you know the right passwords to, that you can, you can get into. It doesn't matter where it is. Well, and anybody that says, it's okay, I hate Trump so much, he deserves it. Yeah. If people can hack into the server and manipulate stuff, then they could do it to another president. I know. Your guy that you love so much. This is not, it's a, it's a matter of national security. It's not just, you know, your guy versus the other guy. And anybody just, else in the world can, too. Yeah. Yep. I mean, this is this is this is serious stuff. It's very serious. Yeah, stuff. and if our top politicians are have a hand in this, it is incredibly mm-hmm. serious. Well, it's water. It's worse than Watergate. They say it at this sure point. It sure is. But which was pretty bad will anyway. Come of it. Nothing nope, not one will thing. come of it. Really, you think that we've gotten that far down the road? We yep. can't even Absolutely pull off yes. another another. Uh, Watergate? Nope. Yep. Now, who's reporting this? Who's reporting uh, all this time? Only Fox. Well, go. CNN spent two minutes on it. Oh, well, that's pretty good for them. Well, they've only got a point oh 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 one share, so yeah, nobody saw real. it. Why report Their if ratings no one's watching? Terrible. That's because they don't report on anything. <clears throat> yeah, if you, maybe you've started telling the truth, people might tune in. Well, like I said, if, if you don't, if you if you want to politicize it, you'd have to turn it into the story that, like, like I just said, it can be used against us, our side. Mm-hmm. It can't just be all about you. Right. No, yeah. I agree with that completely. I agree with that completely. I, I just, um, I, do you think we'll ever, well, it's like we were talking about in the first half. You compare, you know, apples to oranges and you're going to win every time. Apples to apples and oranges to oranges. They, nobody wants to do that anymore. Nope. Nobody wants to do that. It, it just, the whole thing is just disgusting to me. Yeah. It is. But that's why I said nothing's going to happen because it's not the right it's not the right people, not the right group who has been involved and that's it'll just be it'll just sort of disappear. It'll disappear and we'll never hear from it again. Even though it's I am uh, I have a question for you cuz I have not checked this out, but I got to believe the percentage of centrists in this country has grown like a madman because it's very hard to follow the Republicans and the Democrats. I think they're both a pain in the ass. Is, is, does anybody know if that's true or not, that the centrist uh, population is growing larger in America? i got to believe it is. Well, I, I, I agree. But why aren't, why, aren't, why aren't they heard? No, they're never heard. Yeah, you're absolutely right why about that. Nobody ever talks about that. The loudest voices are the ones that people hear. Uh, you know, you, and, and why, aren't they, why, why, don't, why, why aren't they presented with a candidate that they can support? You know, and it just mm-hmm. seems that this, this right. central group always seems to generate into, oh, we got these two choices. Well, I got to make my choice. And it still just splits along along party lines to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice if they had somebody that made sense to both sides as a third party because they need a third party. Well, you because- can blame the journalists. <clears throat> yeah, it's the journalists. There's no question. And the politicians, actually. But your boy voted for Tulsi Gabbard. That's all I know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> She's on television right now going, listen, this is filthy and it needs to be investigated and people need to go to prison. Well, I, I love her. We have our guest. You think we have faith? I think so. Yes, I'm here. I like it. I've never been able to say, do you think we have faith before and not talk about a person? <laughs> I think that's you wonderful. Gotta have faith. You got to have faith. You're going to do a show. You got to have George faith. Michaels. That's right. I, I couldn't agree more. There's no question about it. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Faith was with us. I'm very, very happy you're here because this is a pretty interesting. We we had a little discussion about NFTs and Bitcoin and this and that and the other thing. So I just want to hand the ball off to you, Faith West, and we'll uh, well here's the deal. Rare early live images of Nirvana set to be sold as NFTs on February 20th, just uh, what five days away, marking Kurt Cobain's 55th birthday. Faith West, our very special guest. What? So we were talking about what an NFT is, uh, what Bitcoin is. So educate us, Faith. What's the deal? Okay. So NFTs started in the gaming community as tokens that you would earn for gaming. Um, then people started to purchase them, and artists got involved to make the tokens look nicer. And then art started to be traded as tokens online without a game attached. So it's like the fun of trading cards, but now it, because it's um, in the NFT space, it's merged with a ledger that shows the ownership of the token all the way back to the original artist. So this is exciting for two reasons. For the investor, it combines the fun of trading cards with the the reliability of the ledger that you might get if you purchased an expensive piece of art. But for the artist, it preserves their copyright so that nobody can copy and paste the artwork and claim that it's theirs. Oh, so that's good. So it is protected, then. That's good. I didn't think it was even protected. Mm-hmm. No, it is. That's the whole idea is that there's a blockchain with all these distributed computers around the world that are keeping track of who owns what simultaneously so that everyone agrees that you own that NFT if you purchase it. I think, see, I think that's terrific. And uh, now who came up with the Kurt Cobain idea? I, and by the way, I cannot believe Kurt Cobain would be 55 years old. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It is. yeah. Um, well, I was so lucky to be in an audience of 150 people back in 1991 to see Nirvana right after Nevermind had been released, but just weeks oh. before they came to international fame. So an amazing and also, you know, music chain, music his, historical show. Yeah, no question. Is, that, is the baby floating? Is he still suing them or is that over now? <laughs> um. I, last I heard that they had they had um, dismissed the one lawsuit and then refiled because right. there was some problem with it. But, you know, it's interesting because that whole lawsuit kept Geffen Records from really exploiting the 30th anniversary of that album, which came up in October of last year. Right. Um, but they weren't they weren't sure they could use the original artwork. So it really was kind of a non-event, which sadly, it's a great album. Oh, that album is about as good as it gets. I, I, Faith, I agree 100%. Pretty much every song on that album is phenomenal. It is, yes. Um, and, you know, that night I just could hear it. I was got so excited, that melding of heavy metal and punk and pop hooks that just, like, stuck in your head for days. Uh, I, I showed up at the club with a camera, like, not knowing what to expect. And halfway through the show, I was nervous because I knew that rock history was being made and I had to record mm -hmm. it. Yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, that whole deal, just the way they approach music, their lyrics, I love their lyrics because there are always some mm -hmm. smart-ass reference in every song they do, which <laughs> I really enjoy. I love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. You're so, so lucky. So um, 
Go ahead. I was going to say, you're very lucky. What did you say, 125 people, that was it? About 150, yeah. 150. And it was crazy because a year, I I am very lucky. And a year later, when the band returned to the same city, which is Philadelphia, they played in the Spectrum in front of a sold-out show of 20,000 people. (laughs) In one year. (laughs) In one year. Amazing story. Yeah, yeah. I just... So here we are in 2022, and if you notice, there were four commercials in the Super Bowl for cryptocurrency exchanges. Yep, absolutely. And it's, absolutely... it's just exploding with interest. It's phenomenal. Now, how is that going to? How does that affect our economy? It's, is it is it not big enough yet to affect our economy? But at some point, it's going to be. So, what happens then? Well, um, there's discussions at the Fed probably as we speak about this. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not regulated right now. So right Right. now the IRS IRS is asking you if you have cryptocurrency, but nobody really knows if you're taxed on it or not. So there's a lot of – it's an odd time to have four commercials in the Super Bowl for a product that nobody's even decided if they're going to tax it or not. (laughs) That's true. That's a very good point. Yeah, that is indeed a very good point. I, I just it it kind of in a way, Faith, and maybe you can you can help me out here. But in a way, this all scares me because now we have we have paper money and we have coins and we have this and we have the NFTs and we got. I mean, is this all going to come slamming into one? Are this going to all of a sudden collide in the middle somewhere? What? How's that going to happen? Well, I don't think there's. Oh, I don't think you need to be alarmed. There's. The good thing about it, as I mentioned with the blockchain, is there's so many eyes on all these transactions all the time. Um, oh, good. That's one good. of the, that, yes, that is one of the strengths of it. Um, but the transactions, although they are insecure, and the security definitely needs to be dealt with. Um, you know, I personally have a hardware wallet. Um, and so the online wallet, I never keep more than $500 in there because, you know, um, there have been hacks. Um, but in terms of like the implications for it long term, um, the Fed is actually thinking of releasing their own cryptocurrency, which would be like a U.S. dollar backed cryptocurrency. And once that happens, I think the, the space will get really recognized as mainstream. So then will paper and coin money just well, obviously these are coins, but will paper money just go away then? Uh, it's possible. Yeah. yeah, it is possible. It's already kind of going away. Yeah. Yeah, it kind yeah. of is. You're right. Well, I, I, that that does scare me a little bit because look what's happening in Canada. I mean, if you if they if the government can just run in and seize all your assets and freeze everything that you've got, yeah. As far as money goes, um, if you don't have cash, you're not going to be able to eat. I no, mean, it's true. Well, that's sort of the idea of definance, de- decentralized finance. Is that right? It um, was. Everybody all around the world is watching these transactions, so no one government is in control. It's a populist movement for currency. Yes, but don't you think that's going to change? Probably not anytime soon. It's pretty established. Yeah, it's been going on for a good number of years now. Bitcoin's been out for over a decade. 
Well, I, yeah, well, I know well that the mayor, yeah. the mayor of Miami wants to have everything mm. in Bitcoin as far as the government goes. Oh, and, and other, wow. other, yeah, other mayors have said that that's what they would like to do. Uh-huh. Because it's, it's certainly so, a revolution. Yeah, because, yeah. I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if I can be as much of a cheerleader of this. I, you know, I, 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 I think that if a government, U.S., China, India, says, hey, we're going to have our own Bitcoin. Oh, by the way, the rest are illegal. It, yeah, they can uh, do that. Because they are not going to tolerate this other Bitcoin if, as a competitor to their own. Ooh. And it's a no, it's a no, uh, it's a newer kind of concept to have more than one currency in a country. Now, there's some Caribbean islands that will accept euros and American dollars or accept their own American dollars. But, you know, you go to Switzerland, you ain't buying anything with U.S. dollars. Mm -mm. And you ain't buying anything with euros. You're buying everything with Swiss francs. And if they start doing their own, I would say that, well, you're only going to be able to use ours in our country because then they're going to be able to follow the tax and taxing. Because these others, it's very difficult, I, I would guess, to... Uh, follow the tax uh, implications of exchanges and things like that. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. So. I think the tax implications are going to eventually go along the line of stocks. Like as cryptocurrency increases in value. And by the way, there's almost new currencies being invented every week. So yeah. it's just crazy, the explosion of it. And 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 probably my guess is that... It'll be taxed like, like stocks are taxed. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, so, yeah. So the cool thing is um, Nirvana has never been on an NFT before. Um, there's been a few music legends on NFTs, but not many. And uh, there's been NFTs that are music. I know Nas just dropped an album that sold out within minutes on an NFT. Um, a lot of digital animation are on NFTs. Anime, uh, 3D art, fine art is on NFTs right now. Huh. Um, but as far as as far as I know, I'm the first one to really have the idea of getting legendary musical and other pop cultural icons out there as NFTs. It's super exciting right now. You know, Julian Lennon just sold all of, uh, no, not all of, but some of John Lennon's um lyrics and a jacket that he wore and different items like that as nfts on yellow heart which is another um organization in the same space god what a story that is. julian lennon where did he he just i really liked his music by the way and then he just kind of went away what what was that all about yeah that's funny like i he was a one-hit wonder and i really liked that music too i agree i thought he was terrific i really did yeah, there's a, a a different there's a story there that we don't know. Yeah. Oh, I have no question. About, oh, I got to tell my, my I got to tell you my Philadelphia story. First time I was ever in Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Please. So we're we're going to the uh, going to a wedding in Rittenhouse Square right there. What what church is it? John is it John the Baptist or something? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. You know where I'm talking mm-hmm. about, right? I so I do. It's you, a beautiful church. Beautiful church. We're going to a wedding there, and we're walking along, and, of course, the park has that iron fence all the way around it. You know what I'm talking about, that black iron fence? And I'm walking there. It's a beautiful day in Philadelphia, (laughs) and there's a police officer leaning up against the fence, right? 
and it's Philadelphia, so I'm going to engage just for the hell of it because I'm in Philadelphia. So I walk past the police officer, and I look over. The officer makes eye contact with me. I go, beautiful day, officer. And they responded, yeah, right. (laughs) City of brotherly love. I thought it was fantastic. It's such a Philadelphia thing to do. I loved it. Faith, I just, I love Philadelphia. (laughs) I think it's one of the most underrated cities in the U.S. It is. it's, It's just a great place. Yeah, and then it's it a funny indeed. story. Oh, I thought <laughs> the look on their face was like, "Ah, oh, shut up!" <laughs> Basically, uh, leave me alone. <laughs> you go do what you do. Uh, I'm gonna take a quick break. You can uh, you can stay with us another 15 minutes. Is that correct? Oh yes. Okay, we'll be right back in just a couple of minutes with Faith West, ladies and gentlemen. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener's special square, check out this flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. It won't be around for long. There are also deep discounts on all other MyPillow products, too. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, or call 800-516-5146 for these great radio specials. We're rocking out, man. That's all I have to say. You know, one thing I will tell you, Faith, that, that, that's a little bit uh, hard for me to take because I've been in radio now for 51 years. I just still do a morning show in Minneapolis, St. Paul. I've been on the show for 36 years. And wow. the one thing I don't like now is on podcasts, you can't play music uh, without paying this massive price nope. for it. Well, radio <laughs> pays the price, too. They just uh, right. do, it, they do it through the record companies. But I just would, you know, I would have loved to have played a little Nirvana going into there. But if we did, I'm sure it would have been pulled <laughs> off of every problem. digital site in the world. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> they have too much control now. I honestly got YouTube will pull you down in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a minute. Wow. So it's very, it's very, very difficult to deal with these people because they have way too much power and they're very small genitals. Oh, anyway, oh, just kidding. Whoa. Yeah, she's from Philadelphia. She can handle it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Faith, do not lie to me. Don't lie to me about this. You've run up the stairs and put your arm around Sylvester Stallone, haven't you? Are you kidding? That is a rite of passage for every Philadelphia. you got to do that. You do. You're absolutely. I love that statue. That that is a great statue. If people don't know this in Philadelphia. Oh, it really is. 
Yeah, there's how many stairs is it? It's like about twenty stairs if I remember correct. Twenty, thirty stairs, oh, something like that. It's close to ninety. If you is go all really? the way from yeah, if you go all the way from the street all the way up to the art museum, it's a lot of oh, stairs. Yeah. yeah. That is a yeah, lot of stairs. Time. You gotta be in great shape to get all the way up in one pass. Yeah. And then you put your arm around his left leg or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 wonderful. No it doubt is. about that. Great- but great view up there yeah it is no it absolutely is terrific and i just matter of fact i was talking to people over at nfl films uh had them on the show uh last week and in 1983 when john facenda died i was going to become the voice of the nfl and i decided i don't think i want to follow john facenda in any job he was the legendary nfl announcer i don't know if you guys all remember him he was the guy who came up with it was a cold december morning he's that guy was he I don't think you want to replace a guy like that. So I went, no, nah, you know what? Why don't you hire somebody else in there, and I'll, I'll wait here for a while. You would, would have been, been a great. great. Well, yeah. It would have been a great job, but I don't know. Following a legend like that, is, is that ever a good idea to follow a legend in? Somebody's got to do it. <clears throat> well, think about that. By comparison, the Beatles came along, and then they were followed shortly thereafter by the Rolling Stones. And even though the Rolling Stones got huge, they were never as big as the Beatles. Following a legend's mm. tough to do, I man. Think, I think they did all right. Oh, they did fine. Yeah, yes, they, yeah. yeah, don't get me wrong. They did okay, <laughs> those kids. But, you know, people, if you've never been to Philadelphia, and this you know show goes all around the world, but if you've never been to Philadelphia, you need to get there because there's so many great, well, Geno's, first of all, just, just to go there is well worth it. There's so many things about Philadelphia that I just absolutely... Well, we got Ralph is from Pittsburgh, so yeah. we got both sides of Pennsylvania covered. East and west. That's right. <laughs> Pittsburgh's an awesome city as well. Yeah. It is. But not, not, the, yeah. not the city of brotherly love. There's a little bit more uh, <laughs> ethnic discord there, so, we, so to speak. Uh, yeah, there's lots, lots of great food, lots of great parks. Um, a multitude of people from all over. It, um, it's it's a user friendly version of New York. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, that's a exactly. good way. To put it. No, yeah, that's yeah, a very good way to put it. And really, Pennsylvania may may be one of the main melting pot states in the United States with the greatest numbers of ethnic groups there. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because everybody came in to mine coal from all Eastern Europe, and then there were oh just everybody were. Uh, uh, everybody ended up emigrating there to a certain extent and just sort of melted. And that's why there's so much discord because there's so many differences there and uh, ethnic neighborhoods and places and ethnic food. So, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it, we, we, we didn't, only thing we didn't take, we didn't take the Irish. We don't <laughs> want the Irish. Want one the of my Irish. favorite quotes <laughs> of all time. So, uh, <laughs> I don't think there's any uh, question about that. Oh, yeah, be- Philadelphia gets a bad rap, but it is a great place to live or visit. It really is. It's it's a beautiful city, and that gets very underplayed. It does. You yeah. know what I you know what I love about Philadelphia the most? Absolutely, is that I had a friend that grew up in Camden, New Jersey, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he claimed to be from Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah, I'm from Philadelphia. No, you're not. You're from Camden, New Jersey. What are you talking about? I love oh, that just, stuff. Just a bridge between them. Yeah, it's just a bridge there. Don't worry about a thing. Everything's fine. 
Oh, God. Faith, uh, you do a good interview. I love talking to you. You've got a great attitude oh. about this whole thing. Thanks. Likewise, Tom. Thanks for oh, having me on. Oh, it's a lot of fun, honest guy. So do you do you do all kinds of things with your life. I, I want to talk a little bit about you and your personal life, actually. Because mm, okay. uh, Faith West, the founder of Pop Legends, is a professional photographer and a freelance music journalist with her Philadelphia-based company, TCI Photo Video. She's created images for many well-known clients, including Merck and Cutter Airlines, plus photographed a wedding for actor Bill Murray oh. when his son Luke <laughs> got married. I love that. That's a good reference. I did. I did. Um, I think we even went up the art museum steps to take the wedding party pictures. Oh, you did? Really? Hey, back to the I'm art museum. sure, yeah, yeah, because he married a Philly girl, so, you know, that's a standard wedding picture. you got to do that one. Yeah, you um, do. It's absolutely true. Yeah, so Bill is just like you would imagine. He's fun, he's down to earth, he's everybody's friend. When he left the church, which was down in, it was a church in South Philadelphia, there was a group of um, local neighborhood people lined up around the block to get his autograph when he came out of the church. And, you know, the guy is on the way from the church to his son's reception, and he waited and stopped and shook hands and did autographs and took selfies with every one of those people. He's just very generous. See, that's how it should be. That's how everybody should act, no doubt about it. (laughs) Absolutely. one thing I love about Bill Murray is you want to hire him to do your movie, you have to call a, a telephone number and leave a message. <laughs> I think that's phenomenal. I love that. You know, that's actually true. You have to call and leave him really? a message, and he'll think about getting back to you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that's how it should be. Don't don't give them any power. Oh. They don't need any more power, and they already have. There's no question about that. But oh. I'm telling you, I just... Uh, well, this has been one fun interview. You do a hell of an interview. It's Well, first of all, it's a fascinating subject. You get to talk about Nirvana, Philadelphia, NFTs. We got it all covered. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Faith, come back soon. I'd love to talk to you again. Okay. So, everybody, that's Pop Legends with a Z. And the big sale is this Sunday at 2.20 p.m. Eastern or 1.20 p.m. <laughs> Central. Something, yeah. P-O-P-L-E-G-E-N-D-Z, Pop Legends, is where you can find it. Faith West, thank you. Have a good day. Thanks, you too. Bye. See, I love talking about it. I wish we could have somebody on from every city in America and talk about the great things about it. Be a couple of cities in America I wouldn't be able to come up with much, but, you know. I've yet to hear one. (laughs) Hear of one that you don't have a little, little insight into. Oh, I do love it. Well, I was very lucky working at Capitol Records all those years and, you know, living in Jacksonville, living in New York City, spending so much time in Chicago. Kath and I went out to Los Angeles a couple of times when we first got together, and I was offered a job out there, and I, I just... Couldn't uh, yeah. leave your mommy. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we... I got to take one right in the gut. <clears throat> I think, I'm pretty sure, Kath, and this is true, that I've never been to Washington State, Alaska, Maine, New Hampshire, or, Con- or Connecticut. i got to get... Wait, no, you've not, been to Connecticut. Well, I've been to Connecticut. I mean, uh, uh, New Hampshire or Vermont. Vermont. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that sounds about right. So there's five states <laughs> I've never been to. I've been to the other 45 states, including Hawaii. Um, but I hear... Now, Ralphie, growing up on yeah. the East Coast, or not the East Coast, but the East, Eastern part of the United States in Pittsburgh... Did you did you venture up into Maine, Vermont, and New Hampshire? No, you know that. God, I have not heard been, is great. I've not been up up in uh, New England. You know, I, I guess I've flown into Matt, I've flown into Boston. Uh, you know, right. I've 
you know that's that's about as close as I've got I've gotten I've been to New Jersey and Pennsylvania of course but no New England I really haven't been to and I'm trying to think of the states that I have not been to probably the same ones that I haven't yeah it's mostly in New England Uh, I haven't been to Rhode Island I've not been to Rhode Island Connecticut uh, New Hampshire Maine um but man I think I've I, I don't think I've been to I mean I don't think I've been to Mississippi. But aside from that, that's kind of it. Yes, yeah, so I've been to most states. I, I just realized, yeah. you know, I just dawned on me. I've been to most states. Well, I got five more to go. I don't know if I'll ever make it to Alaska. That's a long haul. Yes, it certainly is. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I know. think you got to do one of those. Cruises basically, or nothing something. but poverty up there too. Uh, I wouldn't say poverty, but it's, 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 there's a lot of free living up there. Well, yes, a lot of free living. People that want to disappear, want to, mm-hmm. you know, go oh, in the, Alaska. Oh, you oh, got that man. right. You Although, got... like Anchorage and stuff, that's very poor. You got, but it? but it's uh, no, no. I, having been there, no, I I wouldn't say it's poor. It's just not. I wouldn't say wealthy. I'm sure there's people. People, but it's a lot of. Well, it's like you know, Duluth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's not, yeah. not poor. It's just not. Not yeah, not like destitute, wealthy. but yeah, it's there's not a, posh. Yeah, exactly. No, it isn't. It's, uh, but it's you know it's a great place. Except you know I didn't see much there. I, you know, they say oh, there's all this wildlife, and I didn't see much any wildlife there. And I don't know. I hate when that happens when you go someplace for some specific thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you'll see moose for sure, mm-hmm. or whatever, and then you go, and it's like no. It's moose. like when we went to uh, <laughs> West Palm Beach with Melissa's family. And it rained the entire time. Uh, <laughs> and I think that was the first yeah, time they had ever been to Florida, I think. so. Oh, really? Yeah. It rains yeah. there all the time. <laughs> Which never <laughs> happens. It never it rains rain for a week straight. Usually. It rains uh-huh. for like an hour, and then it's sunny. But, yeah, for them, they went all the way down there and uh, ended up being not so... I mean, there were a few times that we went out and we got to do stuff, but, yeah. yeah. I remember just, in high school, we had a there was a girl, God, what? Her name was Patty something, and she said, I'm moving. I said, oh, where are you moving to? She said, New England. I said, where in New England? She said, New England, New England. What? I'm Uh. like, I think there is a New England something, but she didn't have any idea that there were different states you know, in New like England. in New England. Oh, for she God. thought it was just yeah. the state of New England? She was just moving oh. in that general area <laughs> to New England. I guess her parents didn't bother telling her She's where. She's into clam chowder. Mm-hmm. That's all she <laughs> I, I think the problem with, with touring that area is you probably want to go there in the summer and the fall. And I, yes. think, I think the tourists, I, I, oh, yeah. I think you have to book, because it's a small area. Yeah. I mean, all the states are small. Yeah, it's like Duluth. And, like you have to book everything. Yeah, so you far would in have advance. to book it like two years in advance so yeah. that you, because I mean, people go up there, you know, religiously yep. from the East Coast. The leafers. Yeah, leafers. and for the summer too. I mean, it's, it's, it's a hard place to get into. So yeah, I, I would from, love to see it. But. Uh, yeah, but what's to see? Pretty leaves. Yeah. Yeah, well, here. What? Yeah, the leaves. <laughs> Salty sea dogs. Yep. Yeah. You know, what do you mean we have leaves here? What the hell kind of thing? <laughs> we do. I'm surrounded I've by I've heard trees that now. Maine is gorgeous yeah. in the fall. Oh, I've heard that's oh, sure stunning. It is. it is. The variety of trees that uh, you know turn color, the deciduous trees that turn color, mm-hmm. are just prime mm-hmm. there. And the different varieties and different colors and this palette of colors that you see is just unbelievable. But I grew up in western Pennsylvania in the rolling hills and what they called mountains there were just sort of hills and I thought, I don't know. So it's just more of the same up there, I think. I I shouldn't say that. It's just, the coast is so beautiful up there. Yeah. A little stark, yeah. a little Very cold, rugged. can't swim in the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. You would not want to swim in the ocean in Maine. 
Why not? A little cold. A little, a little chilly. Yeah, it's like Duluth. Beef. Duluth is beautiful. You don't want to swim in that lake. No, you don't. I Too did much? one time. Yeah. I went swimming there one time, and that was chilly, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It was cold. I'm going to read you a story because this, I, I just, <clears throat> you know, I grew up Catholic, going to Catholic mass and going to this and that and the other thing. This pisses me off to no end. If you or any of your children have been baptized in San Diego, Arizona, or Brazil over the past two decades, you might want to check out who the presiding pastor was at the purification ceremony. That's because the Reverend Andres Arango, a priest in the Diocese of Phoenix, has now had thousands of baptisms he performed over the past 20 years rendered invalid. What? So your baptism is invalid, and wait till you hear why. Yeah, what? Leading to his resignation, he resigned from the church he presided over. The hubbub is all thanks to one word he kept saying wrong over 20 years during the baptismal ritual. Uh, The correct way to say the phrase, it accompanies the the pouring of the holy water during the sacrament per the Washington Post. I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Unfortunately, Arango's version had consistently been, we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and of the okay. Holy Spirit. This is ridiculous. what? Like, you're going to get to heaven cares? and God's going to be like, nope. nope. He, he said, uh, he said we, not I. Word. He said you. Straight to hell. Straight to hell. You go to purgatory. purgatory. You, you hit the purgatory really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Purgatory. No, no, I, yeah, no, like I can't. Yeah. God that says is. you're going in the pit because your uh, priest didn't know the yeah, right Yeah, like, right. That's ridiculous. Is it the Vatican that's saying that he... That this has yeah, to happen, who said or a local? Yeah. It says he's resigned from his post as pastor of St. Gregory Catholic Church. Bad news for everyone else, per the diocese website. All of the baptism the he has performed until June 17th, 2021, are presumed invalid. Oh, wow. fight me, diocese. Honest to God. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. So there's mm, probably family stupid. members right now that are like, oh, my dad was baptized by oh, him. Yeah. No. He's in hell. He's gone to hell because wrong. of a word. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, my that God. Is that's really you sad. Are, that is, that's, oh, that's, that's really, really not. Means, but they should have thought that through. That's yeah. not what religion's for. Yeah. No. Nope. That is not what religion is for. Ugh. It's supposed to be inclusive, I and we. Maybe well, the people there's... had said their pronouns, and yeah. he was just respecting yeah. mm-hmm. them. If, was, if there's anything that the Catholics like, it's rules. Catholics yeah, the Catholics do like rules. So, I mean, no, yeah. rule. You didn't follow the rules. I mean, I loved growing up Catholic. Don't get me wrong. I loved doing that whole deal, but I never fell for all that stuff. So that's maybe well, why I liked it so every much. Every organization can have incredibly stupid stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I know, but that well, is... Well, we talked uh, this yeah, morning on the ridiculous. KQ Morning Show, as far as that's concerned. Uh, Michael Jackson uh, had it nailed when he said, and I quote, the Jews do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he said that? No. What did he say? Oh God! There's a about? Andy. Would you find the audio? It's you know what I'm talking about, Andy. Yes. He literally goes, "I need five million dollars today. Send me five million dollars because they worked against me. It's the Jews. The Jews do it on purpose." What? <laughs> what the hell? Michael, Michael, once you calm down, there, Buster. You got it, Andy. Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> Oh, you, you don't have it yet. Oh, we'll we'll keep schmoozing. But Tony Lee had never heard that. I talked about it this morning on the show because it, it, it came up. But Tony Lee had never heard that Michael Jackson said that. Huh. Which I suppose they want to keep it under wraps. Under wraps. Um, 
I, why now, would you say that to anybody on the telephone? Why would you say it to anybody anytime? Because yeah, he why, was why distraught he... about $5 million, I guess. I True. don't know. Yeah, well, it's, there was other reasons why the $5 million wasn't there. <laughs> exactly. Mm. And there was some personal responsibility in those sort of things. Yeah. Well. There, no question about that. You know that he was deeply in debt when he died, and his estate now is worth over a billion dollars? Doesn't surprise me. No, not well, at all. No. spending money like he was a sultan. Come on, he bought Disneyland called Neverland. What the hell? Might have been a little no. spendy. Yeah, you can't can't put up a Disneyland. Takes you a little, cannot. Takes a little do re mi. No doubt. Is it that hard to find, Andy? Really? Yep. You can't find it. Well, I'm sure they've spent quite a bit of money uh, scrubbing, scrubbing it stuff from like the that, internet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why Tony Lee didn't even know about it. I know. I know we found it for the morning show this morning. I don't know where they found it, but uh, I should have checked with him before I came on his show because because he does it like this too. Did you do it on purpose? <laughs> Jesus, settle down, you pill. Thanks. You know what's so funny about that? Is there any one particular group of people that doesn't dislike every other group of people? Oh. Honest to God. It's religion. It's orientation. It's gender. It's skin color. It's everything. If you're different than me, I don't like you. Like, what the hell is that? And you throw in past wrongs, past injustices. Oh, yeah. I mean, that just goes on and on and on. So everybody's got an edge to uh, axe to grind with everybody else. Pretty much. Well, it's absolutely true. I, you know, it, it just, can everybody just calm down? What do you think? Nope. 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 Never nope. going to happen. Multicultural countries and situations just don't seem to work. So you split them up. That's what Bosnia, that's why they split it all up there. Because you had a Christian side, you had a Muslim side, they didn't oh, yeah. like each other. She had to break the country up. <clears throat> I Wonderful. found what he said, but not a recording. Yeah. Not a recording of it. You can yeah, find what he said, this. you just can't find that. I don't want to repeat this. You don't want to be the new recording? Nah. I don't want that yeah, being new yet. See what she said? Yeah. I'm, not, meant I'm not reading that. No. Yeah. Indeed. It can't help anybody. <clears throat> no, that's it true. It can't be helpful. Here's an interesting story. A Hollywood actor accused of running a multi-million dollar Ponzi scheme was sentenced Monday to 20 years behind bars in federal prison, reports CNN Business. Per a DOJ release, Zachary Horowitz, also known as Zach Avery, 35, was ordered by Judge Mark C. Scarcy. Would you name your kid Mark C. Scarcy? <laughs> Mark C. Scarcy. Memorable. Mark C. Skarsky yep, of the U.S. District Court of the Central District of California. He also has to pay a lot of money in restitution. Um, he uh, has to pay more than $230 million in restitution to his victims who were duped in a scheme. He raised $650 million in a Ponzi scheme. Holy Hannah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's amazing what you will go to jail for. Have you heard of this Tinder swindler person? No. What's that all oh, about? Oh, we now? saw it's like a documentary or something. Yeah, Isn't but it's on? this guy that would find women on Tinder... And he'd, like, take them on, like, amazing private jet vacations and all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. And then he would tell them to that his enemies were after him and he needed, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And people were, these women were selling their cars, taking out loans, putting another mortgage on their house to give this guy money. And I don't even know how much money he ended up getting from these people but like hundreds of thousands of dollars from these women that he just met on tinder 
And there's, yeah, now a documentary about it. It's like wild. Do you know what I have to say to that? Tell. That won't go on, go, that doesn't go on on Grinder. No, it does not. Because they're not there. Oh, really? Because the fellas don't fall for this stuff. The fellas don't, don't fall for this. They you stole don't. an estimated $10 million. There you go. Oh, my gosh. $10 million. I thought it was Shimon Hayut. Hayut? Yeah. Shimon Hayut. Yeah. That's the Tinder swindler. Yes, yep. it is. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he would just... And it's so funny because now there's all these memes going around on the internet, and they're like... That's the Tinder swindler thing is so crazy because if I met a guy online and he was like, my enemies are out to get me, I need $100,000, I'd be like, oh, well, good luck with that. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. that's what I would do. Like, if I were dating Dan and he just seemed, like, so wonderful and amazing and then all of a sudden he was like, I need all this money, I'd be like, well, have fun good luck. there, pal. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just amazing. That's, I don't even know. Does it say how many women he swindled? Uh, no. Okay. Just that there were... Americans lost $1 billion to Tinder swindler. A billion? Yep, lost more than $1 billion. Oh, God. Unbelievable. Well, to to well, the, romance cons in general. Yeah, that's that's very true. Oh, such as the one documented in the yeah. hit Netflix documentary. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I romance cons are as old as time. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Now, Ralphie, I have to ask you a question. Please. Getting back to that Zach guy with the $690 million Ponzi scheme. If somebody came to you and said, Ralph, I need $10 million in cash, but the good news is I can pay you 40% interest per year. Yeah. Would you, for one minute, would you believe no. that? No, that's that's the kind of thing is that, you know, I learned it in, in economics, either macro or microeconomics in yeah. college. The greater the return, the greater the risk. And when you're talking 40%, that is like 100% risk. You've kissed that money goodbye. It's not yeah. true. And they did. They kissed it goodbye. Hunt $600 million. Oh, $690 million the guy stole. And he, but he yeah. has to pay. Do you think they're going to find it? They're going to claw back any of that money? Mm, I doubt it. It's going to be tough. Going to be tough to find it. I'm sure. I can't, I don't I can't know where believe these people it. don't bury it somewhere. I mean, they must. They must they probably bur- do in some country assets where they, they can't be searched or can't. Fi- I mean, I can't imagine drawing, taking that much money in, and not having some of it. I mean, you just—it makes no sense. People can spend money like you wouldn't believe. I don't even know how yeah. they do it, but I mean, you hear stories about athletes and lottery winners all the time. They've got tens of millions of dollars. They blow it all in a year. It's like, I don't yeah, even where, how do you spend that much money? Yeah, I, you have to try. That's a good way to close the show today. What the NBA has done to Mr. Cantor is disgusting, and I would never, I don't watch that garbage anyway, but now I never would. Remember uh, Enos Cantor, the guy who changed his last name to Freedom? Enos oh, yeah, yeah. Cantor Freedom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well, apparently he was traded to the Houston Rockets, who then cut him. They waived him. They kicked him out of the league because he criticized China. Hmm. Oh, my God. You believe these sons of bitches, these greed-soaked yes, pigs. Do. This guy, was, didn't, he stood up against slavery, and the NBA got rid of him. Well, yeah. I mean, they're That's probably disgusting. one of the most corrupt organizations that there is right now. I agree with you 100%. On I hate the NBA. I really just hate them. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cantor. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.